Please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today we enter Holy Week. This last week of Lent is the dramatic climax and an emotional roller coaster. One week spans the joyful crowd that celebrated Jesus' entry into Jerusalem all the way through the bleak tragedy of the betrayal and crucifixion of Jesus. Remembering the full context of Holy Week helps us feel the underlying bitterness of Palm Sunday, even when we wave our palms and sing hosannas. Every year, the gospel reading for Palm Sunday tells the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Each of our gospel writers tell the story a little bit differently. Today, we heard Luke's version. Luke's version of the Palm Sunday events stand out a bit from the other stories. The scripture never uses the word Hosanna and doesn't mention any branches being thrown to pave the way for Jesus. Did you notice that as you were hearing it? Luke's version of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem is perhaps a bit more understated than the others. But still, it sounds like a celebration. The disciples praise God in words that remind us of Luke's angels hailing Jesus' birth. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Glory in the highest. And we, too, open our Palm Sunday services with a sense of celebration. The party and the celebration aren't something to shrug off lightly. Luke tells us that the ones who were gathered were the multitude of disciples, he calls them. So for Luke, this isn't some random mob or a crowd of strangers. This is the excitement of faithful disciples. It's the excitement of the ones who had been following Jesus. Even Jesus approves the celebration when he responds to the Pharisees' efforts to stop the noise. Jesus knows that the excitement of that moment is irrepressible. Even the stones would shout out. Of course, it does seem like there's a bit of a misunderstanding about what is actually going on here. Just before he enters Jerusalem, Jesus tells his disciples a parable about servants who are entrusted gifts from their master who is away from them. The clue to Jesus' motivation comes at the introduction to the story. The narrator describes the disciples by saying, they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. Immediately. Here they are on the verge of entering Jerusalem with the one they believe to have been sent by God for the purpose of bringing about the kingdom of God. No wonder they are excited. They probably thought they were on their way to usher in the kingdom right then and there. The fanfare was to celebrate the immediate appearance of the kingdom of God. Unlike those disciples... We already know the events that follow this entry into Jerusalem. We have a sense that their celebration is based on not really understanding all that is going on. 
Palm Sunday is that celebration, that entry into Jerusalem. But the church has come to observe a Palm and Passion Sunday, a Sunday that doesn't only hint at the events to come, but begins to delve into these events. It is a church tradition to refer to the period of Jesus' suffering and death as the Passion, the Passion of Christ. And this is simply because the, the Latin root of the word passion means suffering. So we call this Passion Sunday, as well as Palm Sunday. I chose this morning to cut out most of the scripture that the lectionary calendar of readings assigns for today. If our readings seemed longer than usual, you can know that they represent only about a third of the scripture assigned to this Sunday. The scriptures for Palm and Passion Sunday do tell the whole story. The full scriptures would carry us all the way through Holy Week. Remembering and reflecting on these events is the real message here, more than anything a sermon can add. The palm and passion stories are the story of Jesus' journey into Jerusalem and journey toward the cross. But this story is also our story. Our stories are part of the larger story of how God works in the world. The Christian faith asserts that our biblical stories are not only old stories, but are also God's invitation to each one of us, to be a part of God's work in the world. We know that part of what the biblical story does is to hold up a mirror in front of us, a mirror that invites us to look at our hopes and fears, our faith, our moments of 